Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. Glad you are here with us for a very special uh, episode. This week, we are re-releasing episode one of this podcast in honor of our 100th episode that is coming next week. So as you listen to this week, you may notice that this episode sounds a little different. Uh, our voices are a little bit different. The subject matter of things that we're talking about is going to seem really dated and kind of out of nowhere. Um, but we really wanted to share this special episode with you because this is what kicked it off. This is what started the really the drive and the passion and the fun that we had with this podcast over the last over the next 99 episodes and we were just so thrilled to be able to share it with you all so we hope that you enjoy this special re-release of episode one of our podcast and we also hope that you will join us next week for our hundredth episode so marcus and brian will join me again and we're going to talk everything about like what this podcast means to us um some of our favorite moments share some like behind the scenes stories about what goes into making this podcast week in and week out and so we really want you to join us so we're going to live stream it everywhere um it'll be on our facebook at films in black and white it'll be on our twitter at films in b underscore w so be sure to head over there and check those out. Make sure you're liking and following those pages so you can watch that episode with us and hear some of the things um, that give you some of that behind-the-scenes look and some of that behind-the-scenes content and what goes into the podcast. And remember, if you want to support the show, you can always go to patreon.com slash films in black and white uh, and join our Patreon. We would love to have you as a part of our community. We love our Patty family and what they bring us uh, day in and day out and week in and week out with some of the quotes and picking movies that we watch. So there's some really great stuff there. So we hope that you will join our community. And without further ado, here is episode one of Films in Black and White. Enjoy. You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Kick names. And here we go. Take ass. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode one, first one. The very first. Very first. The very. Of films in black and white. So, Marcus, you want to introduce yourself? I am Marcus Destin. I'm used. I'm used to giving my um, university intros. Like my major. I'm a junior. Uh, I'm Marcus. I like a lot of different things. Comic books, movies. Anything entertaining to my eyes. I don't know what kind of intro like, but yeah, we're just here to talk. That's know? a very weird way to say anything to my eyes. <laughs> I like things that are entertaining anything, to my eyes. But do you like things that aren't entertaining to your eyes? I mean, no, but it's still a weird way to put saying? it. I see. I see. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Doug Wagner. Um, I didn't know that we were going to go through the things that we like, dislike. I also like things that are entertaining to my eyes. And now you want to uh, take my thing now? That's fine. That's cool. Um, Haters gonna hate. Yes, I'm good at that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we are Films in Black and White. Uh, this is a, a new podcast. We've been kicking around the, kicking down the street for a while of a time, like a things year. that we enjoy. We enjoy talking with one another about movies and 
ideas and things we think places would go. So we figured other people would like to do the same. So figured we'd get this going. So yeah, films in black and white. This is a, a weekly podcast where we will uh, dissect uh, movies that have recently come out. Yep. Talk about what we thought went well, what didn't. Uh, kind of go over what we would do differently um and then in the weeks when we're not doing reviews uh we'll kind of give you some news give you some takes on things that are currently happening um that as it relates to to movies um and to just hollywood and stories and things like that probably a little bit of tv in there um just because you know with netflix and disney plus turning out such quality entertainment it's hard not to address them what's cable what's streaming what is a stream right you know yeah, I mean, it's it's hard not to address those yeah. things because, I mean, they have content and we are probably going to talk about it at some point in time. Yeah. So we, we live in a very different time now where it's like, it's not just cable, it's, it's not like TVs and movies. Now you can get like movies on your TV. Yeah. And it's like the yeah. same quality, the same actors, they don't really keep themselves to just being on the big screen, yeah. quote unquote. I mean, the closest thing to that was HBO when it first came out was, right. I mean, that was their whole tagline. It's not TV, it's HBO. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, this is, we're probably going to end up talking about it. So as far as we're concerned, it's all relevant. And yeah. so at some point in time, we're going to touch on a lot of different things. So um, so this is an off week, so we don't have a movie to dive into right away. Yeah. Um, so I think it's probably a good idea for us to just kind of dive in to some recent movie news, mm-hmm. um, some recent things that we've seen come across Twitter and on other um, social media formats, just kind of talk about what we've seen. So, Marcus, what do you have? Um, I get, I get, I get, oh, wow, that was bad. Um, I think we start with uh, WandaVision getting pushed up to sure. push, yeah, push back forward, up back to 2020, yep. a 2020 release now on yep. Disney+. Plus. Um, it was scheduled for 2021, but now they are saying that we're going to get it a lot earlier. And not to mention, if we're on the same path to Disney Plus, that means we get like the Mandalorian in the fall of 2020. We get WandaVision probably in the later the later half of the year. Sure. Um, probably what up. they did with the first season of the Mandalorian. That's probably. sort of like Thanksgiving, November, end of November, Christmas type of rollout. So or right before we get our first Marvel movie this year, which would be May. May. Yeah, because Black Widow right comes out Black May. Widow, trying to amp up Black Widow. Yeah. Or after Black Widow. Like, go see that, and it'll connect to... The end of Black Widow could possibly connect oh, to... Yeah, I mean, they'd be, they'd be stupid not to do some type of yeah. stinger at the end, connects yeah. the two, or... Because I tell you, I'm not willingly going to go see Scarlet Witch. I mean, uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Why not? I just... I, it's not really... It's not really my thing. I don't know if it's a Scarlett Johansson thing. Sure. The storyline has to be a really good storyline. Yeah. Yeah, like, I need that. But other than that, she was fine letting her story be told in Avengers. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that I've, I'm as excited about it as I have been about other yeah. comic book movies that have come out. I mean, yeah. I was pretty jacked about Endgame. I mean, most of them I've been pretty jacked about in some way, shape, or form, even sort of the the one-offs where it's like, you know, Thor 3, jacked about that. Really excited yeah. about that. Um, yeah. You know, so I hope that they're sitting on some really important plot development. Don't let it be like Captain Marvel. Really, yeah, like something really, really, really important that I can't find out elsewhere. Yeah. Like, 
was Scarlet was uh, Black Widow a Skrull, so she died, and it wasn't really her. Like, I have a lot of questions about, like, what they could be revealing in this. So there's just a lot of things that could happen. But, yeah, I think WandaVision's going to have to... It's either going to try to define itself and kind of do what The Mandalorian did, which was, yes, you exist in this universe, and there are characters that we see and recognize, but they're going to sit and they're going to play in their own sandbox, Mm -hmm. and they're not really going to cross over, and they're going to provide some gaps in time, because... From my understanding, it looks like Black Widow's going to be a, more of a prequel than it is a sequel. So yeah. I, they're going to have to sit in a space where she doesn't exist or... That's... Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. I don't know. We've talked about it before. It was pre-Black Widow seems to be pre- placed pre-Endgame. Yep. Uh, like right after Thanos snap, I think. Oh, you mean right. WandaVision? No, uh, Black Widow. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think Black Widow is... Her looking for the net right before Endgame. Oh, sure. Right before Endgame, and she, you know, spoiler alert, yeah. she dies. Uh, if you oh, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler included podcast. Oh, spoiler. Field. If you haven't seen shit, strap in. Yeah. You're gonna, we're about to ruin some stuff for you. <laughs> we probably should have said that. Let's at just the beginning. get this out of the way. Vader yeah. is Luke's father. Yeah. Let's oh, wow. Yeah. You're going, wow. I haven't I gotten want, that far. I want all of the wow. chips on the table. Wait, so Leia and Luke are like brothers and sisters? They are brother and sister. Wow. And Yes. Um, weird. Snape was really, really he's really, he's really a good guy. A good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dumbledore dies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dumbledore what die. are some other big ones? Damn. Um, look at Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't get to the end of that one yet. <laughs> too soon. No, I, didn't, I didn't get that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So cool. Anyway, yeah. So spoilers are big included. Spoilers. So yes. Uh, Big spoiler guys here. Black Widow died in uh, Endgame, if you haven't seen it. First, what's wrong with you? First of all, can we say how stupid that was in Endgame? What do you mean? Because I feel like Nebula should have told them, you're going to have to sacrifice something. Did she know that, though? She did. She was there when she sacrificed her sister. So I feel like she could have sent them back in time with, like, a goat. Make, make it she like wasn't a, there. She was there. Because she, she said, that's where Thanos um, sacrificed my sister. Or she at least knew, so she, she mentioned have, it. No, she must have known that so, that happened. Okay, but so she didn't if you knew, see it. if you knew, and then you sent yeah. two people, send me back with like some type of biblical sacrificial lamb, goat, ram in the bush. I wonder if maybe she didn't know because I don't remember ever hearing anything. I have to rewatch it, but I don't think I remember hear anything maybe saying like I know that that's where the soul stone is. I don't know how you get it. She just knew it was on. Vormir. She didn't know that that's what was required. That, that's wild. That, that's because you would have fought. I mean, at some would, point in time. I'd hope so. What kind of like? I that's like so. the biggest dick move ever. That's why. Like, she hey, go get this. That's why she didn't. Uh, she didn't go. Uh, it's like a cutscene of her being like. <laughs> I should have said something. Whoops. I don't figure. No, it out. she she just did a nose goes. She was like, <laughs> uh, who wants to go get the snow the soul stone? Uh, not, not me. You two go get it. <laughs> Goodbye I, to both of you. I know what it takes to get that one. Well, we'll see you soon. Man, one of you. Maybe. <laughs> one one of you. I'll see one of you. Yeah, very soon. Not yeah. sure which one. We'll figure this out. So, um, but yeah, so I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. I think WandaVision is gonna have to. I think. It's going to have to exist because she's been grieving this whole time, but because she was snapped at the end of 
um, Infinity War, we've never seen her grieve of Vision's death and loss. So he's an android. Does he? Well, we know that. But the other issue. So the <laughs> other thing. That's weird. <laughs> we're not going to address it. People are attached <laughs> to their phones. There's things here that I have questions about. Yep. <laughs> and so I'm just going to pretend like they don't right, exist. Cool, that's fine. But uh, for those of you who don't know, there is a there is comic book precedence for this. Um, there are some issues where um, uh, the Scarlet Witch has created her own universe in which reality maybe isn't all that it seems. Um, so it's not uncommon. And, and the basic understanding of how I see this plot is WandaVision is Wanda has created an, a universe in her head or in reality where Vision never disappeared. Um, and he was never killed by Thanos in Infinity War. So we'll see how she copes, but... Um, super excited got pushed up. Yeah. Super excited we get that a little sooner. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes and how this ties into now Disney owning the X Men franchise and will they bring that full circle with the Magneto mention or because yeah. originally Magneto is her father so yeah. like I don't know do they bring Quicksilver back I don't know it's so many things that you could do so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that could be be really interesting um i think it's just and plus where it's going to fit in for marvel's next step like marvel's next step is darker darker and dr strange uh what was it Um, why am i thinking midnight man i almost said mayhem of madness which is just (laughs) doesn't help anybody Um, is that yeah we're both Uh, wrong sorry first podcast though take it easy yeah we don't do research well yeah this is not a fact-based podcast everybody pump the brakes don't take us to task on the boards you want something like that this isn't professional multiverse of madness madness. (laughs) i knew it was two m's yeah um but anyway but apparently there's going to be some tie-in between wandavision and multiverse of madness and how they overlap and what things look like so i think we'll get a clearer picture of what is this phase four Phase five? Five. What five will look like? Five is going to be darker. I can tell you that. I With Blade, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, Moon Knight. You're going to have a yeah, very it's darker. A it's going to get, yeah, so I wonder how they're going to separate that. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, that, oh, that yeah. was just first one. Yeah, just bang that first one out. Yeah, there we go. Um, that sounds weird. One I'll talk about is so things that I've seen that with the success of Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, they are starting to look at. As The Mandalorian goes into season two, which, by the way, if you have not seen season one, it is incredible, by Amazing. the way. Very Amazing. good. Really well done. Even right. beyond Baby Yoda. It's right. really yeah. good. I mean, that's that's the thing about it is, like, I'm glad Baby Yoda's a thing. It's certainly been entertaining, and the memes as a result have Damn been plays the rest of the show, though. But everybody's like, oh, I watched it for Baby Yoda. Like, you are missing... What What are you doing? I'm looking for my this charger. Is a, do you understand? We're recording now. I was looking for a charger. <laughs> Discreetly. Hold so, on, let me see how much noise I can make. We didn't go over how much post production and how much things will get picked up. They, they ignore me. You should have ignored it. Everybody, I couldn't ignore everybody it. Everybody would have thought it was <laughs> their phone, and they'll be like, "I need to go get my phone checked out at uh, nowhere." Hear that? Right. Hear that, Apple? Yeah. We're, gonna, we're driving. We're going to drive iPhone sales through the roof. There's a whole lot of rattling going I hope on you're in my paying phone. Paying attention. Yeah, just, um, <laughs> Sponsorship. <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, with the success of Rise of Skywalker and the success of The Mandalorian, um, I mean, rumor on the street is that there are going to be some Skywalker series folks, yeah. Skywalker sagas folks, that make their way into The Mandalorian. So I'm Trying to figure out who, though. Yeah, I mean... Your biggest ones are too old or, you know, rest in peace, are gone. Right, yeah. So, so who who is that that isn't... Might be Boba Fett. You could do Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah, you could do Boba Fett pretty easy. I mean, I suppose that this is supposed to take place... In between Return of the Jedi and the f- first one of the sequels, yeah, um, it's I'm right after it's right um, the Force Awakens. Yeah, it's right after the Empire falls. That's right. what we know for right. sure. So that's what we know for sure is that the Empire's fallen. So I mean, there's a lot of different things. I mean, he could make his way to Jakku for some reason and run into Rey before her life gets kind oh. of taken away from her. She That'd be could, interesting. I mean, he could run into. Uh, Palpatine, any of them, like really, to be honest, he yeah. could take run into any of them. So, That's interesting. yeah, I'd be. I'm. I'm really curious to see how it goes. I loved how that. I just love how that show was done. Yeah, the directors they had picked to to do it with them, the everything start to finish was just really well done. They did it. Every director of every episode had a different feel, but still felt connected there was only one episode i wasn't really feeling and i think we both kind of said the same thing yeah yeah it was the prison episode the prison episode was not it was like everything was awesome and then it was awful yeah I, not awful it's just there were parts about it that i was like it doesn't add up so like i was yeah. in i was in for the like he's gonna do a job mm-hmm. he's gonna do a job for like his, an old friend yeah. that he had. I mean, as much as you can have friends when you're bounty hunters, but you know, as an old friend, and I loved Bill Burr being tossed in there. That I kept, was good. I kept waiting for him to drop an f bomb. Yeah, this this fucking droid. Like I kept waiting for him to like lose <laughs> his yeah. mind and, and let the comedian out a little bit yeah. more, yeah. Um, or his style of comedy out a little bit more. But um, but that one was just it didn't fit. It was kind of a red herring, and I kind of trying to figure out what it needed to what its purpose was to move the needle forward unless it is a unless it's a seed for future episodes because none of them but once again spoiler none of them died in that episode except for possibly the purple brother which with the bad makeup and then oh, that was bad. Uh, Bill Burr yeah so they, they it's hard to do yeah. Twi'leks well I feel like I mean the only yeah. ones that did it well was Return of the Jedi there was a Twi'lek that was in and that's in Jabba's Palace and that was all Authentic, like rubber suit, yeah. no CGI. So this one, it was just like, eh, maybe they're not. Gonna, it's dark; they won't notice. It's, no, it was yeah. very bright. Like yeah. when you're bright purple alien with two long, <laughs> whatever that is, hanging off your head, and Phalanges. your forehead looks like ass cheeks. I yeah, think it's, it's a little, it's a little weird. Yeah, I, maybe that's why I didn't like the episode. Two thumbs down. Yeah, um, not interested in that one. Nice. I could skip. You, if you haven't seen it, skip that one. Yeah. Not a whole lot happens. You don't have to watch that one. Um, or watch it just to look at his forehead. And then yeah. you're like, oh, it's, it's he's right. got a butt head. Gives, sure. gives his podcast some credibility. Yeah. Like, they were right. <laughs> we're going to need it, so. <laughs> we're, yeah. We, the, we, yep. Rattling of books. Um, rattling of books and, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's so that's exciting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that going forward and, and where things are going on yeah. that front, so. So I'm excited about the Mandalorian. So then we um, over the weekend, Kevin Smith released his podcast and like a review. Uh, in his podcast, he talked about an alternate ending to the world-renowned movie The Joker. Um, I don't know if you if you haven't seen The Joker, I recommend you go see it. If you're not into like the superpower, overpowered heroes, that kind of thing, and you're more into the realism of comic books, I would highly recommend that you go see this film. Um, very good. I it I had a film. 
in my head um, that it reminds me of, but I, I can't remember what it is now. But it's very realistic, very nitty gritty, very dark, very yeah. greasy is like a word I would. Yeah, use. it's just it didn't pull any punches. Nope. I mean, it's like what I it's like nope. what you and I were, you and I saw it together and. Um, on the drive back from the theater, I remember saying, like, that is such a, like, a punk rock response Absolutely. to the pop culture, Absolutely. like, Marvel route that people are going with it. It's, it was really, really raw. It was really, really real. It, it gave a lot of, like, background into why someone might get to that point and what these villains, when they were written, might have been based off of, like, right. realistically. So, and, like, like yeah, that, that just, it's just a good, re- I mean, that's a good response. I mean, Marvel has has done well in tying things together, and I think Doug and I had also agreed that maybe right now, at this current moment, DC doesn't need to rush like they did with um, Justice League into creating this whole universe. Yeah. You make a bunch of one-off films, and even if it turns out this Joker film, Todd Phillips doesn't want this to be associated with Batman, that this is the, the birth of another Joker. This isn't actually the yeah. Joker. It still sets up. It sets you up down the line, and then what it did was they offered him another opportunity to create other solo villain films yeah. as well. So I think that we don't worry about the universe right now that DC is yeah. trying to to collect. You see how Robert Pattinson does his Batman. You see how how well that goes or how bad that goes, and then you you build from there. You already have a successful Wonder Woman. Let's see how the sequel turns out. Um, after the sequel, let's see how Batman turns out. Okay, yep. great. You see how Birds of Prey turns out. Okay, great. Then let's tie it all in, the, in together with Batman and then the Green Lantern, and you just throw everybody else in there. I think you just got to give it a couple years. I say at least five years to start making a universe. Yeah, because I feel like one of the issues, I don't know about you, but I think one of the issues with Justice League is it was like almost like they were like, well, we have to do our team up. Well, hold on. The biggest issue with Justice League is okay. Josh Whedon. Well, okay. He's the scum of the earth. Okay. And there are people who are not going to like you for that. There, he is the scum <laughs> of the earth. There's a reason he is no longer doing the Batgirl, Batwoman film. This like very. He, What's your issue with his? Him? His writing is very. It comes off kind of not misogynistic, but like it's very traditional. Oh sure. Women are oh helpless damsels oh, in distress. Sure. Like the way he wrote Black Widow and how Black Widow is now. I mean. Yeah, like, you kind of see, sure. she didn't have much of a story when she first no. got there. She was just super sexy, and she was quieter, yeah. and I just think that, you know, that kind of went into why he no longer has his Batwoman role, or like, his roles are very, I don't know, they're kind of iffy. He plays women as one-dimensional. Yes. Like, they don't very, have a lot of, very. and I think that's maybe why it's hard for us, going backwards just a second, hard for us maybe to get excited about a Black Widow film, mm-hmm. is because now that she has an opportunity for a storyline, we're like, well, wait a minute, like, that's not... We, do, we, do, we, do we care about the storyline? Right. Like, we know what's happened. So, and obviously someone somewhere said, no, no, you, you need to care mm-hmm. about what happened here and what's going on. Yeah. So I think that there's some insight there that could be interesting. So. And if you can't tell, I'm a strong supporter of the Snyder Cut. Release the Snyder Cut. Because Superman, when you watch, go back and watch Batman versus Superman, the extended version. The I have full not version. Seen that version. If you watch the full version, it answers a lot of the questions in there that was like, Wait a minute, how the hell did he end up here? So, like, you just, it answers a lot of those questions. Zack Snyder does well. He does, you can't imagine him going from Watchmen to being like, well, he just made a terrible superhero film. And he is a fan of slow mo. Come on. He, I love slow mo. I, I like slow mo. Like he did well with the slow mo in Batman versus Superman. It's a little Superman. too much slow mo. I mean, it does make you kind of nauseous. But this I mean, movie it's was fine. an hour and 45. <laughs> you could have cut it by that's 45. Punch, that's punch, let's punch this bitch up to two hours. <laughs> what are they doing? Pouring coffee. Just, Put it in slow 
slow. Put it in slow mo. Ooh, damn, that's nice. I like that. Ooh, look at that. I like that. Look at that. Ooh, uh, but like. <laughs> Release the Snyder Cut. Zach, uh, Josh Whedon absolutely ruined Justice League. Um, he made it super poppy. He made Batman do a whole bunch of dumbass one-liners. Like, that's so <laughs> stupid for you to have Batman doing one-liners. And, like, it's just really... Cyborg didn't really have a story story. He yeah. was just, like, being... And then you underplayed Flash. The first time to put him on the big screen, really. And you... You made him this goofy, super goofy kid, which he is, but he's also a scientist and really super smart. Yeah. And we didn't get to see any of these no. deeper dimensions from these characters. he was just some homeless kid living in a basement no. somewhere. No, we just watched sexy Aquaman with tattoos like... Yeah. Well, and again, I, I think I think the other reason why is that there was hard for us to have buy-in, right? I mean, right. we had buy-in. Superman, you don't need buy-in. No. I think for the most part, you get it. It's yeah. Superman. Yep. And I would even say to a certain extent, there have been so many versions of the Batman story that have been turned out. You probably have a pretty good idea of who he is and like, what the, he's about. Batman is very much so like a 007. Sorry not to cut you off. No, you're fine. But he's like a 007. You get, it's different actors. They're going to portray a different right. Batman, but you understand and you're okay with that. You notice we never really went back in time and got a, like, when did James Bond become 007? Right. Like, we right. just don't really need we to don't do need it. it. We don't have to tell assume... the Batman story or Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the issue was is that you had these other characters who at one point in time didn't really have a whole lot of buy-in yet. I right. mean, we had just seen Wonder Woman and we're still consuming and digesting it. Right. Aquaman came out after Justice League mm-hmm. um, and we didn't have any buy-in with The Flash. And they put us in this universe where it was like, oh great, these people are teaming up and three of them you don't really know that well and two of them you know really well. And We're banking on that. Like, we're banking on the fact that maybe Superman and Batman can carry this by themselves and... I don't know. I think that there were just some... And the villain was just like, where the fuck did that come from? An like, easily beatable villain, let's right. be honest. And, like, and Steppenwolf, like, I just... Yeah. I had to do research on who he was. Right. I mean, you needed to make the stakes... I think you make it a world threat, but you needed to lower them like they did with, a, like, Avengers. Like, you didn't need to know who the Chitari were. It was just, that was an alien. Like but, the, you, but you did have to know for Zack Snyder's version. Yes, and that's the exactly. Problem. And that's the problem. Is and that's you the had problem. to do research, and it felt like someone started reading a book at Chapter 4. Right. And you were like, wait right. a minute, what happened in the first four chapters? Right. And you're like, nothing you needed to know. So he comes in, Whedon comes in with this freaking mustache on Superman with terrible CGI, and instead of taking your time, you're like, well, we, the studios is like, well, we need to go ahead and push this out, and I just thought it was BS. Anyway, back to Joker. Uh, I'm Superman, with, and I'm here to clean your pipes. Yeah, with with my with my Mario Brothers Did you guys message. order a pizza? No, we didn't. <laughs> Soups. So take it back. Take it back. But Joker. We never got to Joker. No, we didn't. Joker had an alternate ending to it. Um, if you've seen the Joker, you see that it kind of ends in a riot, riot anarchy and him in a... Um, Psychiatric hospital. Yep. Um, and kind of inferring that maybe the whole thing was a dream. Maybe it was not a dream. You don't really know. It's really left up to your interpretation. But the alternate ending Kevin Smith talked about was um, in the end, instead of paying somebody to go kill Bruce and Martha uh, Wayne, they, I mean, Martha and Thomas Wayne, sorry, the, Bruce's parents, um, he goes and he kills them. He shoots them both in the alley. Same way. But then when he's walking off, he hears a crying Bruce. He then turns around and shoots Bruce, too. And that's how it would have ended. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. So I don't know where you, where you would have gone with the whole Batman story after that. Like, maybe he survived the shot or not, but... That has to be a... That has to be a... Um, 
like a DC or like a Warner Brothers coming in and being like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, please, please don't do that. Because you just ruined please all types of like, hopes of connections. We could do something with this. Like, like almost they're begging like, and pleading. Like, please. like, yeah, like, please, just don't. Not yeah. today, please. Yeah. Like, just, and, and he went, one thing. And he went, all right. I shot both of them. You can do the other one. Like, <laughs> you can, you can I shot them. one where we killed him and where we didn't. I just wanted to see where, right. your, yeah. where your head was. Yeah. So. Well, and I mean, I just saw. I was reading, like, you know, obviously we follow like, like Comic Blend and mm-hmm. C- Cinema Rant and all that other type of stuff on Twitter. There was they had a featured article of like if it, let's say for example. Joker 2 does have a Batman in it who plays opposite Phoenix. Robert Pattinson. Do you think so without seeing it? Like, you haven't even I, I seen him do anything yet, and you want to toss him in there? I'm, this is my hope, and this is a if part Batman of... If Batman sparkles, I'm going to lose it. This is a part of our... <laughs> the, the vampire you don't want, but that's the one you're going to get, is the one it's from not Twilight. not the vampire you want. It's, it's the, the vampire you need. No, I don't need him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need him. With brown eyes and sparkly skin in the sun. Um, I think, and the part of this podcast is hoping, and it's like giving our hopes of what we hope directors do and the routes that they take. Yeah. I would hope that before we get to Joker 2, we see a really good Matt Reeves Batman movie. Yeah. And, and, it, and that the success of Joker 2 and the success of this hopeful Matt Reeves Batman movie tells them, you know what, they would pair well against each other. Yeah. I would like to see an older Joker, one that has been through it in Gotham. He's been there longer. Bruce just, and a Bruce that comes in and says, listen... I didn't grow up here. I left, you know, for a little bit, but I'm back now. And a Joker that's been running amok in the city. Yeah. I want to see, like, them two go, like, Joker's like, I've been here. This is my playground. Bruce is like, listen, I'm the new sheriff in town. I'm Batman. This is what it is now. Yeah. And it gives Joker this new sense of enjoyment being like, I have somebody who can match my energy, yeah. who can match my wits and match whatever it is. And that's how they move forward. And And hoping that. Off, off screen also like not just in the movie but that these two actors don't get too big of heads or that not jo- Joaquin I'm really worried about more like Joaquin Phoenix I'm not so and much and the superhero fatigue and the oh fatigue for the fatigue for movies. him yeah. oh yeah no yeah. I think he's and getting tired he's, he's too creative well he's such an artist like he, right. he the roles he does are complete commitment to that role and especially I mean especially since what we've seen with previous people who have taken on this role right and that's a lot of mental strain to right. take on like right. to have that especially if you're method acting like oh the, yeah the better actors do you don't have to but Heath Ledger did it oh. and it wasn't the Joker role that killed him it was the tiredness from him preparing for this role and really diving into yep. it yep so like I mean, the only other one who hasn't had any issues is Jack Nicholson, but I mean, have you seen him lately? He's yeah. just crazy. He's just so. crazy. I'll see him. Um, but yeah, so that's exciting. I think it'd be cool to see what they do, but I kind of want to see what Matt Reeves' movie looks like. I'm excited about what that one could be, especially since yeah. it looks like it's going to follow the long Halloween, which is a fun which is a fun story to look at. They so. put out the the possible suit that he's inspired by for really? the Batman suit. I didn't see that. Yeah, you got to check that out. I'll show you that one. It's like... It's a weird looking suit, but it'll work for the Okay, of the stop. Story. Don't don't describe it with it's weird looking. It's like why is the, it weird looking? The cape has sh- shoulders like what? It's <laughs> the cape has like you know the you know you get a suit and it's got like shoulder pads in them. Yeah, like the cape sticks out. You like mean like they wore like, in nineteen eighty? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay, I just feel like I don't know if folks did. That's but, upsetting. Yeah. Um, okay, well, just keep talking. All right, I will. Well, uh, I'll move on to my next one, and you can. Expect us to stop so I can see this. Um, 
the last kind of movie headline is just kind of looking back at 2019. So um, it is January 2nd, and we looked at um, – saw a headline that said that in 2019, um, the amount of female directors that were uh, behind movies had risen um, and that they had taken on a more significant presence in Hollywood, which is always great. You love to see the female voice represented Very adequately. True. Very true. Um, also, just, you know – Equality across the board is better for everybody, but uh, but specifically, they said that ten point six percent of the highest grossing films of twenty nineteen, ten um, percent of them were directed by women, which is awesome. I mean, we'd love it to be higher, but you know, little steps, small steps over time. And um, the big specific ones is Frozen Two and Captain Marvel were both um, head up by female directors, and so happy to see some equality Still across the board. Frozen Two. Uh, I took my son to that. Uh, was it? it was his first movie, and mm. um, he loved it. At the end, he was like, "I want to watch it again." I was like, "We got to pay for it again, so we got to go." <laughs> we'll like, wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, he's he's into movies now, so he oh. he has Disney. We have Disney Plus, and we were driving in the car, and he watched the original Frozen like six times in a ten-hour car ride. So. Let's just say I know let it go like the back of my hand. Ah, classic, huh? Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, I mean, I enjoy the fact that we're getting more female producers. And, and you know what? Just representation in general. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. I know, like, a lot of people get upset with um, Marvel, and they get upset because they feel as if we are forcing... I don't like Marvel is forcing these transgender representation, the LGBTQ plus representation, um, the black superhero representation, like all of these different things that we feel like, oh, well, they're forcing it. Well, you got to also take it into consideration that we've never had it. Right. Really. Or, yeah. or, or had it to the standard of where everything else is. Yeah. So it's like we're just trying to yeah. not like even just like let's let's even the playing field and then create these original characters out of these colors you know because a lot of yep. times we change them into oh this character is is, is gay now yeah and then it's like okay cool but yeah. you know and that's the thing is that you know art needs to imitate life which in turn needs to imitate art is that whole you know saying and i think if you're gonna put out art that's representation of society and representation of populations and um it's good to have it's good to make sure that um, you're getting people who can adequately tell that story. And yeah. last time I checked as a man, it's hard for me to tell the story of a woman with not, uh, without the understanding of right. what she's experienced and where she's going and what's happening to her. So I think it's, it's good for us to finally get some female perspective and some female voice out there in the world. I agree. So I'm but, still trying to find this picture, but we'll just keep going. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But um, so uh, any other news or headlines that you want to talk about? Um, I don't, I think that that was, um, it as of right now. I mean, it's just, everything's really exciting right now. It's like the first time we haven't had like Marvel movies back to back or had something like we were waiting on. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're in this dead space until the first film comes out and kind of, we can go back to wishing and thinking and hoping of what we want things to be. Um, other than that, I, you know, that's it. Yeah. Well, and obviously, like I said before, like a lot of these headlines we kind of cut, we, like we comb Twitter for and we gather ourselves and look at. Um, if you don't, uh, if you have something you want us to talk about, uh, like a headline or anything like that, um, feel free to get in touch with one of us, Facebook, Twitter, whatever that is. Um, we're going to create a Twitter for films in black and white and a Facebook page for films in black and white. Um, and knowing you young folks will have to create an Instagram and a Snapchat for it as well. Why but, did you say um, that like that? 
Or you young whippersnappers. Yeah, yo, whoa, yo, you young whippersnappers. Or if you want us to talk about something and you want to email us the article so we can kind of read at it and consume it ourselves, you can reach us at films in black white at gmail.com. And that'll be uh, the best way to kind of get in touch with us um, for the time being, um, you know, and you can shoot us an email and we'll kind of comb through stuff and look at it from there. So Or love mail. Love mail? Send us, send us love mail. What's love mail? Tell us you love us. Are you thinking people are just going to send us hate mail? No, just tell us you love us. Oh. Hey, we love the show. They don't know me. Oh, oh that's true. The, the show, did they like it? <laughs> Yeah, they should tell us that. You always, should tell us that, too. Always making That's it good. about you. Huh? Well, I am a millennial, I guess. Anyway, um, so at the end of this, uh, at the end of every sort of news uh, episode that we do, we're going to talk about the next movie that we're about to see. Um, and uh, I have not seen this movie, but we're planning on doing the podcast next week um, to talk about what we saw and what we thought, and we are going to see Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And we are going to do a deep dive into that, uh, kind of talk about uh, the movie on the whole. Like I said, what works, what doesn't, um, what do we think that this means going forward for the franchise, for the movie. Um, usually we get caught up on a, if I were the director, this is what I would have done type yep. stuff. Um so, but we're pretty excited about that. Hopefully we have, like, our social media accounts sort of up and running by that point in time. Yeah. They're not hard to set up. It's just about doing it. But, yeah, so we'll see that this week. Um, Marcus, you've seen it. So, initial thoughts without getting too much into it. Um, Sum it, it is... up in one word. Or a sentence. Because we don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole. It's a bow on this, on, on a, on this particular story. It's a bow. It's okay, like a, so it's they a, wrapped it's it everything a, up. It's a, it's a wrap up. Okay, of, of, right. a, of a Skywalker story. Okay, the saga. Cool. Well, we'll leave it at that. Um, anything you want to add at the end? Now that we're kind of reaching the end, I'm supposed to say something here. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Tune in. Tell us what you want to hear. This is the first episode, so yep. it's not going to be pretty. First couple episodes aren't going to be pretty, oh, no, but this is just how we. This is how we talk. Pretty. I just want to keep it natural as possible. Yeah, um, we are taking advertisement and sponsorship dollars. If you have any if that you'd you like any, to give, yes, yes. If you have any, you want to plug have a business something? that you want us to plug. You have send a class us a dollar that you want to plug. You want students to take. Hey, we'll yeah, do that too. Yeah, we'll we want do us whatever. to get a Patreon and support us and get some recording equipment if it sucks. Yeah. Hey, tell us that. Hey, yeah, man. Don't just be a complainer. Be a doer. Hey. Solutions oriented. There we go. Anyway, go. Um, our intro music this week. So uh, Marcus is yes. going to call. Is going to uh, curate the intro music. We hope to have a different song every week. Yes. Uh, this week's music is "Can I Kick It" by a tribe called yes, Quest. Yes. Um, uh, great every track. week I plan on coming in here and it's going to. I started us off on a low note, on the low end, like a nice little classic. But every week I am going to definitely bring the black and black and white. <laughs> So and I'll give you the white input <laughs> on what I thought of it. <laughs> so that's 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 what the, I think we was have, a, that that was aggressive. <laughs> I I rather not like that one. I um, wouldn't play that in my neighborhood. That was I would, so. <laughs> 
That reminds me. Oh, I went to go check your mail. I was blasting music. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. I promise you that there yeah. are people who lock their doors after you drive. Yeah, it's fine. But that's fine. It's fine. Anyway. But yeah, so Can I Kick It? Tribe Called Quest was our music this week. We uh, next week we'll talk about uh, Star Wars Rise, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Um, as always, hope you'll consider subscribing to this podcast or you'll consider continuing to listen to this podcast. Um, and yeah, thank you for checking us out. Word. Word.